Hello, everyone. Podcast. What are you, fucking retarded? The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are reflections of I'm Not a Rapper, MBMMC, Dollar Tree, Black Hitler, Food Stamps, Tyler Perry, KFC, and the Jewish people. JLP, Jennifer Lane Park. Jennifer, could you tell me a little bit about yourself? Sure, my name is Jennifer Lane Park. I'm from Pennsylvania, and I'm a professional um, film actress and also a producer and singer. Wow. Okay, so you have to give me a little bit about this. Uh, a triple threat right there. Yeah, really. <laughs> really, you really are. Um, tell me about some of the movies you've produced. Okay, well, I started producing movies about a year ago. I started with a feature film um, starring Grammy Award winner Dice Raw from The Roots. It was called The Relationship Resume. And um, I was really excited to, uh, to start producing with that film because um, I've been a professional film actor for... Uh, well, I, I got my union card in 2003, so, you know, almost 10 years. And, um, and Dice has been a friend of mine for even longer than that. And uh, it was really exciting. And, um, you know, I guess uh, from there I started producing uh, hip-hop videos. Of, you know, I got a few ones coming out and also some with uh, St. Laz from New York City. He's a really hot independent rapper. Um, I got another one coming out um, that I produced and starred in called Maria for a chamber music recording artist um, John Murdoch from F Dation and Chamber Music is uh, the Wu Tang's label, so that's really cool. And uh, yeah, and um, and uh, the uh, the short film that I produced that I'm really proud of it's called Regretfully Yours. And um, Kenneth McGregor, who uh, his resume is longer than my legs, which are pretty long. Um, his uh, he plays um, he's a Magneto from X Fathers uh, dad. <laughs> he plays his dad. Um, you know, produced that. So and I'm currently working on a feature film with um, uh, to be shot here in Philadelphia. It's a Philadelphia gangster movie um, about the uh, Junior Black Mafia. My dad would. Oh. Okay, well, my father, Anthony Thomas, uh, he's 
currently in jail right now. I'm he sorry. was actually the original hitman of the the whole thing. Yeah, they yeah. used to run like everywhere in yeah. Philly. Get down or lay down. Yeah, it used to be the against the JVM. <laughs> we we are gonna have to talk definitely yeah. after after and this. He, yeah, he's in he's in the books and stuff. Yeah, also, yeah. different books and stuff. They used to be uh, the original. It was like, exactly the original. The Black yeah. Mafia in the sixties. Then the junior Black Mafia. They they were a little bit more disorganized. They were a lot wilder. Yeah. So, um, I, I find this to be very interesting. Thank you. Yeah, me <laughs> but, too. But um, where um, in your career did you figure out, hey, you know what? I want to go down the hip-hop path. I want to I get into the urban life. Oh, well, you know what? I've, I mean, I've always been um, uh-huh. on it. Yeah, you know, it's funny because a lot of people, they don't, they don't ever think it to yeah. to look at me. <laughs> no, you know it's funny. It's kind of funny to me because I I, I don't think right. yeah I don't think <laughs> I don't think twice about it. Um, but you know back in the back in the day, as I say, um, you know, like two thousand one, I was dancing on BET. You know, <laughs> I was like you know the white girl <laughs> dancing on BET, <laughs> and um, you know like that's I mean that was some of the first gig you know because I, I I mean I did modeling and stuff too all that that's kind of amazing. stuff yeah and um it was so you know so I always loved hip hop since I was you know since I was a kid and um yeah ever since I was just you know a little kid or whatever and um. You know, I think about like a group like the Fat Boys. You know, they were really a- ahead of their time. I mean, um, you know, it's like that was back before Fat was spelled with a P H even. You think about that, right? <laughs> Boys was spelled with an S on the end. Um, it was a simpler time. But yeah, no, I, I always loved hip hop. You know, so um, so like you know, I remember. It just it just kind of made sense to me. I mean, like with um with getting into producing the videos and stuff. You're saying, oh yeah, it just seemed like a, a natural for me because I come from the whole de- you know do it yourself punk rock hardcore school yeah. of, school of thought, and um it seems seems to me now like you know I see a lot of correlations between um you know indie hip hop underground hip hop and punk rock. So mm-hmm. it's cool. Okay. <laughs> well, I, you know I, I'm I'm going to congratulate you on Thank all you. the different. Uh, uh, segments you went into as far as entertainment. We we have let's let's count here. We have model, yeah. dancer, actress, actress, <laughs> producer, <laughs> and I'm sure that. Oh. And may I add, I've gotten paid to do all those things. See, yeah, like I'm not. All the difference. Um, shout out to all the girls who are on you know Twitter and all the rest of those sites who are self-proclaimed models who don't get paid for it. You know, yeah, you, in the shower, <laughs> yeah, the shower curtains, shower curtains, and everything. No, you're not or a model. having sex with puppets. Oh. <laughs> Real puppet-ish. Yeah. What's up, Peanut? How you doing? Right? It's stupid. <laughs> Talking puppets. So. That was a good one. It's not creative. Having sex with them is not creative. Man, Bert and Ernie have been doing that for years. <laughs> <laughs> They've been doing that on the streets. Yeah. The real streets. Doing it and doing Sesame it and streets. doing it. <laughs> All right. So for people like myself who are actually interested in this whole, you know, the whole acting realm of things, right. how do you get your start? Is it is it always just being an extra? No, I okay. mean no. You can get started in a lot of different ways. Okay. Um, and first of all, you know, I definitely, I'd be happy to talk with you about it more after the show. You have a great look for it, so I can see you definitely doing that. Um, <laughs> like this, I'm pretty. You know, this is being pretty is like good and all like but you know um like look if you think that like that's what gets you in i mean looks really don't count because everybody's good looking and everybody's talented (laughs) so it really doesn't mean anything i would say what i would do is um 
you know, I would start going to backstage.com, you know, weekly. That's, you know, required. Oh, it's okay. I can write this stuff down for you. Uh, that's like, you know, indi- you know that's industry standard. Um, backstage.com on the East Coast and the West Coast has um, all the different kind of casting notices and stuff like that that you can get yourself without an agent or a manager. Um, also, um, you know, Depending on, I know people all over the country probably hear this, so, um, you know, I would go to your local city's film office if they have one and find out what's filming. Um, also, community theater is a good place to um, to go just because, you know, actors love to talk. <laughs> and I would say out of all the, um, all the professions, actors are usually the most generous with sharing information. Um, not always, but mo- usually. Um, well, I got started in, uh, you know, as a singer. Um, okay, let's add on another one. Um, yeah. And it's all right. must be like, oh, I did that. I did that. I, I did it for Kate. <laughs> well, you know what's funny is um, I wanted to be a painter, and I got a scholarship to um, War College of Art to be a painter. And, um, also an artist. Literally. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, I got started or, you know, a long time ago. Um but, um, yeah, I wanted to be a painter, and I went to the college, though, and I'm looking around at how good all these paintings were, and, you know, I'm, think, I'm like, oh, man, I can't do painting for money. You know what? I'll be an actress. That's a lot more reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. But, um, you know, I, I, I lucked out because um, the first audition I went on was for um, a, a play, you know, a, a theater show or whatever called Robert De Niro Knows, and I booked oh. it. So I guess I thought it was always going to be easy, you know. What I, mean? and I have been, um, you know, yeah. And I have been doing a band and booking shows and you know, per, per, um, you know, producing them and performing and everything with that. So I had a lot of confidence in myself as a performer. I knew I could make money because I had been doing it um, since I was like seventeen. But uh, but yeah, that's how I got started in for theater and stuff like that. Um, sending out my pictures, you know, for extra work and everything. Yeah, sure. Um, because I would definitely recommend doing extra work if you've never been on a film set, right. and you you know it's impossible not to learn if you you know you gotta show up. And there's so much technical stuff with um, making movies, like um, you know know your marks and stuff like that. That um, I think it would definitely benefit anybody. That way, if you you know if you get cast in an independent film or something, um, it will be a little bit you know you'll be a little bit more of a help to the director on set just because you you don't have to be like what's the mark. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, so I would. That's backstage. Gotta come out. Okay. Yeah, but one thing I definitely know from um, studying as many people's careers as I have and reading as many biographies and everything is that nobody's, um, you know, nobody's path is the same. So. Really, just wanting to be in it is is half of it, and you know if you set that as your goal, like I want to get into show business right. and stay focused, and you know it'll find you one way or another. Tell me about your music career. Oh, okay. Well, um, you know I love music, <laughs> definitely. Um, you know it's I don't know. It's people always ask me like, would you rather be? You know, which one would you rather do? And um. You know, I'm, I'm always going to sing, even if it's for nobody. <laughs> I just need it for myself. Um, but, yeah, that's how I got started. Um, I mean, singing and everything. I always sang since I was a little kid. It started in, in church. And, um, 
I always say it's the first time I ever remember singing is in church, and I was so little I didn't even reach the top of the pew. So you know, I'm probably like back here, and I'm looking up at but I don't know what they're saying. And I just remember <laughs> singing. I just remember this one. I was like pickles in a jar. <laughs> I'm singing about pickles in a jar at church, but you know, it's all good. <laughs> and um, I uh, you know I had to have my like first band I guess when I was um. About twelve or thirteen, it was a punk rock band called the um, the Abriax. And you know what was funny is I actually got kicked out of that band. <laughs> to sum it up, I was going to get sent to military school for girls, and they sent me to Villa Maria Academy instead because it was more harsh. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just leave it at that. But um, but you know what? I was writing songs even then, and it made me feel so good because um, like seven years later, when I'm 20 years old, they were still sit- they were still performing out, you know, for crowds. A song that um, I wrote when I was 13. So yeah, exactly. Okay, anyway, yeah. So I so I got started and all that kind of stuff, put on shows. Um, you know, I've done a lot with the singing um, solo. You know, I went to London and sang for 2,000 people. I was on TV in Japan on Fuji Television. Um, I'm on a record with uh, Ink and Dagger, like an actual record record, 12-inch vinyl. I was in different colors. Um, it, ran, it went around the world on initial records, an independent label. And um, we have... Yeah, me too. I am a vinyl head, you know? <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, but, uh, you know, I love it. So, um, with uh, Ink and Dagger, you know, we've got three songs on a Microsoft Xbox game called Amped. Nice. Yeah, isn't that cool? That is. <laughs> and, um, you know, like, this is the thing a lot of people don't understand. Um, as an independent musician, you can be like a, you know, bona fide rock star playing around the world, and you don't necessarily have to be like a household name. Yeah, you don't have to be a label sleeve. <laughs> no, you absolutely. Because we were doing this, like, you know, our album came out in 1998. And went, you know, went around the world, and um, it was so crazy to me to be like, you know, a teenager and reading review in Germany. Said I was a genius, <laughs> and my head got a little bit big till because I was a teenager. Till um, <laughs> till till I, till I was like, you know what? In Germany, they think that David Hasselhoff is like God. So, <laughs> so they you know, but it did really, it did really make me feel, you know, it did really make me feel good. And uh, for the song, um, we lived despite their schemes on the Ink and Dagger album The Fine Art of Original Sin it just got named one of the best ever and it's in the shoegaze rock genre by um, this paper down in Florida and yo I'm so excited cause um you know I'm on a list with um Sonic Youth and my bloody Valentine and like the Cocteau twins. Yeah, it's like there's like oh I even lost my virginity to my bloody Valentine. That's how much I love my bloody Valentine. You know, so um so and that means a lot to me, um, as as a writer, as a songwriter. You know? You know, like that. So you also write songs for different games. Oh well I um you know, write some you know, I wrote that you know, I wrote lyrics and melodies. So I wrote the lyrics and the melody for We Live Despite Their Schemes. See, I was way ahead of this whole scheming trend, man. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. So, um, and you know, for, um, but I had to focus, um, you know, with all these different things I do. um, It came to a point where I I had to just focus on one thing. Mm -hmm. And um, so that's what I did uh, for about the end of 2001 till, you know, relatively recently. You know, I was just focusing on just doing the acting, and um, and once I made some you know inroads and progress there, I felt like it was 
cool to get back to the other stuff I like to do. So. Okay, well, I have one last question. Sure. Because I'm convinced, okay? <laughs> What's next? I don't believe <laughs> you're going to be doing acting for, you know, for the rest of your life. I, I just don't. You have dibble and dabble in every avenue of arts and entertainment. It's just about dancing. What's next? Like, where do you see yourself ultimately? Philanthropy is really important to me um you know doing you know doing charitable works and there's a lot of stuff i do that you know i don't tell anybody about but there's also a lot of stuff i do um specifically to tell people about (laughs) um and you know whatever so whatever i do i mean i want to i kind of like living at that intersection where music and movies and and fashion and philanthropy all kind of intersect and also pr you know all kind of intersect um and you know, I know um, I'm a the uh, star ambassador for Men's Fit. It's a nonprofit in D.C. and Philadelphia, and we help um, disadvantaged and uh, you know men from you know whatever difficult backgrounds get get to work or get back to work, and also not just work but become financially literate. Um, and that's exciting to me because you know it's already a hard job market and. Um, and, uh, you know, if you've got a felony on your record or something like that, it's really hard to work. And, um, you know, if I'm helping, if we're helping these men, um, well, um, I, then I also know I'm helping women and children because yeah, the worst thing for a man is to feel like mm-hmm. he's not contributing. Um, so I feel passionately about that. And, um, you know, also uh, with with human trafficking, uh, that's something that... Um, I've just become aware today. There's a... Still in the U.S.? Or? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Human wow. trafficking is a $32 billion a year really? industry. Yes. Second only to um, the drug trade. Um, and there's about 27 to 37 million victims of it. They can't really put a number on it because what so many disappear. Like, if, if the industry is so big, you know. Well, it lets you know just how powerful um, the people that are involved with it are, doesn't it? That yeah, we don't talk a, about this every day. Um, you know, and they call it human trafficking, and I just want to say, um, let's just you know call it what it is. It's slavery. Mm-hmm. Um, it is slavery every single day. Our brothers and our sisters are being stolen and sold. Um, primarily for sexual slavery, but for all kinds of stuff. You know, it's going on in America, too. America is primarily like a transport hub. Like, you know, they usually just bring people through here to take them somewhere else. But, um, you know, it's not... I don't know. Saying it's not right seems like an understatement, but, I mean, it's outrageous. It's outrageous. And we don't want to talk to kids about sex, but, you know, like, it's so... But yet, how can we, um, there's really nothing that we can do to protect our children but besides educate them yeah. and empower them. I mean, you talk to um, uh, Lisa Farr is somebody that uh, I've been speaking with, and um, she's very involved with um, with the same, you know, kind of mission. And, uh, you know, these 15-year-olds and 14-year-olds, we talk to them about, you know, about what happens with this stuff. And um, they think, well, I'll just get away. And it's like, honey, within the first 10 seconds, they stick a needle in you full of heroin, and they get you addicted. You can't fight. You can't run. Like, I mean, 
these are bad, bad people. And um, they look for people who are not confident. Um, you know, there's all kinds of predators are very good at finding their prey. <laughs> um, you know, that's really the best way, best way I can put it. And um, make a difference and at least, you know, say say stand for something right. you know like not be complacent and just say oh it's too big i can't do anything so i'm gonna be quiet try to find some way exactly. yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly you know like that's what i've been trying to just you know educate people with the numbers i asked you what was next um i'm thinking arts and entertainment you took it a whole nother route and mm -hmm. i think that's very commendable i'd like to thank you for you know this interview you're thank actually you, very Marcia. inspirational and also thank i'm starstruck at the same time <laughs> <laughs> Everything. Um, and also, I, I know you travel because I, I saw I heard you drop some countries. Mm -hmm. um, I, that's one of my major major. Goals I love traveling. Just travel. I want to dip and dive in mm -hmm. culture, learn. Me and, too. You know, like I, I think that you are definitely an inspiration to a lot of females out here. Thank you. You, you set a goal and you just like went for it. You know, and yeah. I think very commendable. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, bellissima. That means the most beautiful <laughs> in Italian. <I> to <laughs> so going to Rome. <laughs> Would you like to share your Twitter, website? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. Um, I'm at JLP is JLP is JLP. Well, again, thank you for coming out. Uh -oh. Thank you. appreciate it. Thank you, Would Melissa. You, you know, we still have a few more things to talk about. Would you like to, you know, sit around? And oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Are you kidding me? All right. So uh, we'll be right back, you know, take a quick break and uh, try to keep Kevin out of... Try to keep Kevin from having sex with the guests. <laughs> <laughs> So we'll be right back. My religion is reefer Big money and emotion inhibited Freak to sleep with My visions are realistic Nothing's figurative I can wish it into existing God want this nigga to live Blunt biggest a dread I get high and forget who bled Who we stomped, kicked in the head And who we left for dead Who are you niggas? Why are you niggas? The truth is the truth I really put my scars on niggas They wear them lifetime They tell they hoes nines did this Pointing to their scars Like right here baby Really nines did this Like a badge of honor Not bragging I'm just honest War stories we tell them Nothing's realer than karma Sip prohibition liquor Prohibition whiskey Rap Jack Dempsey Matt Black Bentley Pimply Shattering your salads Pass around the chalice Due to my Indian ancestry At the weed dispensary Official kings and gents Who I mix and mingle with Fuck your ice I rock rubies Amethyst I fuck your wife Cause she a groupie Scandalous This for my bad hood bitches Ghetto glamorous Yo what we talking about niggas What we talking about niggas This is nice. Uh, nice. Uh, Whoa, nice. Uh, 
At 17, I made 17,000 living in public housing. Integrity intact, repping hard. They asked how he disappeared and reappeared back on top. Saying Nas must have naked pictures of God or something to keep winning. It's my way like Francis. As long as I'm breathing, I take chances. A soldier coming home 20 years old with no legs saying there's no sense to cry and complain. Just go ahead. So much to write and say, yo, I don't know where to start. So I'll begin with the basics and flow from the heart. I know you think my life is good cause my diamond piece. But my life been good since I started finding peace. I shouldn't even be smiling. I should be angry and depressed. I've been rich longer than I've been broke. I confess. I started out broke, got rich, lost paper, then made it back. Like Trump being up, down, up, play with cash. <laughs> my niggas like a locomotive. Nas, we push it, mush it. Queensbridge to push it. Hard on no. Wrong no. All that. You ain't even supposed to be out here, you know where you at? At night, New York, eat a slice too hot Use my tongue to tear the skin hanging from the roof of my mouth Shit was Felicimo, melted pot, city sweltering hot Staggering, drunkering, them cops are Tupac shot I was a crook by the train with the iron thing, could still reach it Soon as I heard them iron wheels screeching When it came to a halt, whoever walked off got caught Token man safe behind a locked door for sure Minor thief shit, minor league shit, beastin' Looking for the jokes young, but now we owe the chief in And my truck played a great Greatest adventures of Slick Rick Bugging on how his imagination was so sick It's ghetto beef Sinister niggas snicker through yellow teeth Alcohol aging my niggas faster than felonies How dare I? Must be something in the air that corrupts me Look at my upkeep, own and sublease I'm here y'all For my trapped in the 90s niggas For my trapped in the 90s niggas Ha For y'all niggas And we're no wait. That's not my thing. That's Blair's thing. Um, yeah. So let's just jump right into it. <laughs> uh, this is another new segment. I know that you realize that we just like introduce new segments and we don't revisit them, but that's because we're very busy people. And we always have new things to talk about. So this new segment is going to be called "It Sucks to Be." We, we still have uh, you know JLP as our guest with Blair. You know me, Kevin, and Melissa. Um. The person who it sucks to be this week is Chuck Phillips. And this actually is kind of not necessarily just this week, but it's it's pretty much sucked to be Chuck Phillips as long as this it's sucked to it's be so Vanilla Ice. Oh. Mm. <laughs> wow. He's about to be in the movie. Don't bring him down. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, that's his idol. That's his Kevin's last name is Van Winkle. No, he yeah. Was the, the, the Turtles movie. <laughs> yes, one of the uh, greatest... Movie, one of the greatest music sequence in a movie ever. To this day, I still do the ninja dance. It's only great because he's unfazed by mutant. Hold up, hold up, slow up. Those turtles, those brutes. You know what? He's cheering for them, like he knows they're not the bad guys. You know, I mean, he told everybody uh, early that he wasn't going to quit. to be uh, a Vanilla Ice at this point. I know. Shouldn't I? He got knocked out. He yeah, has no, no money. <laughs> no, we're technically, actually not. Because 
Um, uh, Chuck Phillips. Uh, uh, Chuck Phillips is a famous journalist. He's now very unemployed. He's not just unemployed. <laughs> he's very unemployed. Uh, most recently, during the trial of Jimmy Henchman, uh, he he was kicked out of the courtroom because uh, they implicated Chuck Phillips as a witness because during the time of the Tupac and Biggie murders, when uh, you know Tupac named Jimmy Henchman as the person that had him shot at Quad Studios in '93, I think it was. Yes. Um, and he blamed. Um, of course, like Biggie and Puff as well. Uh, Chuck Phillips is the reporter who has been covering this for the past, how long has it been? Like 17 years? Chuck Phillips was the first person to implicate Robert Poole, uh, David Mack, who was the undercover uh, a cop who was also a blood, and he was a member of, of Suge Knight's security team. Um, so Chuck Phillips has been like an integral part of hip hop. He, he used to work in Vibe magazine. Now he's having a very hard time trying to find a job because of his the ongoing investigation into the Tupac and Biggie murders has pretty much blackballed him in the industry. Pretty much along the same lines of the guy who turned in a million dollars in American Gangster. You know, it's like nobody wants to work with somebody who who wants to do their job right because everybody's corrupt. Meanwhile, there have been plenty of other high-profile murders that, that were solved a lot sooner, and I think that because of the nature of the crime and because of the people that were involved in the crime and because it involves the uh, the LAPD you know they're already famous for the Rampart scandals so they're trying to uh, you know clean up the images of the police and still find find some type of uh, you know murderer but if the police were the murderer then you can't really Mm -hmm. clear their name (laughs) if they were involved in the murder and when you have these type of situations, like I've watched enough movies to know that when the police are guilty, nobody goes to jail. <laughs> That's pretty much how it goes. Mm-hmm. I've seen it in real life. I've seen it in movies. I've read it in books. That is where Chuck Phillips' issue comes in. Now, how do you feel about the Tupac and Biggie murder still being relevant at this point? What's more relevant <laughs> to me is the fact is that he's trying to find, you know, trying to bring justice, yeah. you know, the murders yeah. of, you know, Tupac and... Biggie, not necessarily Tupac and Biggie's, you know, death. Because yeah. honestly, people die every day. <laughs> exactly, you know? people and die every day. He's just trying know, to prove. Not it. trying to be, you know, insensitive, but you know, it happens. That's a, that's the a cycle of life. Mm. You know, people come, you know, they live their life and they, you know, die. Some in vicious ways, some, you know, nice and easy in their sleep. But with these two, it's like you know, it's not annoying. You know, to, I guess years later 17 years later still hearing about it like it happened yesterday but it's just I feel as though like okay you know we okay they died you know they were two great artists and Mm -hmm. it happened I'm sorry alright come on and I feel like people exploit that and milk that to the to the limit if it's not Puffy if it's not Suge Knight you know I know damn well their mother's not milking that because who wants to bury their son no uh, no parent want to bury, you know, their troll. So, you know, the companies have milked that, but I respect, you know, the fact that this this journalist wants to bring, you know, his, the murder, the two murders, or whoever, group of murders, conspiracies, whoever, to justice for, you know, these two men's mm-hmm. death. And that's, that's really right. respectable and mendable, because it's effed up that he's trying to do his job, he's trying to do the right thing, and People yeah, in the industry like, like, yo, stop talking about that. Like, it's like the JFK thing. Like, like, okay, like, you know too much. All right. And if he was a little less famous, they would have killed him by yeah. now. Mm-hmm. That's the only yeah. reason that he's still alive is because he has access to the internet. <laughs> that's the only thing that's keeping 
Julian Assange alive. Those, it's the way that it's keeping a lot of people you know alive. The, if you if anyone follows on Twitter, he's saying, "Hey, I'm going to Afghanistan." He's not coming. Exactly. They're going to like, they call their friends terrorists from the arcade. Like, all right, look, guys. He's coming over here. Can y'all uh, kidnap him? <laughs> you know, kill him. You know, yeah, for he kidnap journalists so all the time. For you. Yeah, it's scary. We get Obama for you. Damn it. <laughs> all right, exactly. It's crazy. Now I've had this conversation about two or two or three times in the past two weeks, and each time it never stays on the subject. It always goes <sighs> off into who killed Biggie and Tupac. And I'm like, no, that's yeah, not the point. Yeah. Like, that's not right. the point. The point is not about who did it. <laughs> the point is about Chuck Phillips. Probably knowing who did mm-hmm. it, but scared to come out with like this. Uh, we've entered a culture where it's bad to know uh-huh. uh, uh, what's right, and it's right, right. to know what right. exactly. It's like okay, if you if you didn't know and you were just speculating and making up stories, or they print stories every day, mm-hmm. but 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 because it's not salacious and it's true, then they're like, no, we can't. They're not trying to be. Liable just in case he's wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a situation with some information that he printed, and his sources just disappeared. Uh, I like it better when Suge Knight did it. About what's safe? Because honestly, like yeah, we so. can apply that to a lot of um, like assassinations and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. That's just the way you know our country goes. Like, well, you're just media, looking like Jim Yeah, I was about to say the media gets gets their hands on something that maybe they think is going to create a riot or some type of uproar or something like that. They'll say anything and do anything to just make it seem, make it blow over. Yeah. And the problem with Phillips, it sounds like, is the fact that he knows too much, like you said. Yeah. And if he ever were to vocalize what he knows, <laughs> yeah. he'll have some problems, you know? Yeah. He's going to Afghanistan. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's going to Afghanistan. Like, yeah, I'm going to... Uh, uh, they'll do it like they did Brian Pillman. Yeah, I'm joining the army. Like, wait, don't you play football? Oh, uh, you know what? Whatever. <laughs> That's cool. Don't worry about it. How do you feel, Jay? <laughs> you know, I feel that it's commendable that um that he's doing something that doesn't really have any financial gain for him. Um, could actually be fatal for him <laughs> or or his family. Yeah. If I were his wife, I would probably have smacked him upside the head by now. <laughs> that was me. I'm like, you know. Um, and if I were his kids, I'd be making sure I got a ride home from school. Um, honestly, I would really be careful if I were him. I mean, these people are not playing, and they're in very, you know, their positions of power. Like, like you said, you know what? Guess what? Biggie, Biggie knew he not long for this world. Why was, yeah, else was his, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I think same thing with Tupac. Nothing that you do is going to bring him back. And, you know, at some point, just let it go, bro. You know what I mean? Like, you're a good journalist. I'm sure you're a good man, but, um, you know, I, I would just shut up. Put it to rest. Like, yeah. if he wants to continue his career, like, like I think because you know what, this this is not a, a worth dying over. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, you know, we need good journalists to be reporting what's really going on. Like, you know, with yes, who's with going the world. So, Chuck Phillips murder. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You kill Chuck Phillips? Hey, look, man, I don't know. But like, 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 I think that, I think it's that. Like, like his thing is that he would rather die with his integrity. I don't know if he has a family. Like, I, I'm pretty sure he does. But um, nah, you dedicate your life to them. Yeah. I, like I think that he would rather die with his integrity yeah. than to live. Knowing that he knows and not being able to do something about it, he feels like he's spoken to you know Finney Shakur and Gloria Wallace and um wait is that yeah and Gloria yeah and he's like he's he's like in with the family so they're also put putting pressure on him not necessarily but like they're uh they inadvertently putting pressure on him like okay we're depending on you 
to bring justice for us. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Uh, here's so. my question, though. If anybody really cares about Phillips, Gloria, or, yeah. you know, Tupac's mom, whatever, like, why would they oh, put him in the Valletta position? Wallace. I'm sorry. Valletta <laughs> Wallace. Said, Gloria Carter. That's Jay-Z's mom. I'm, 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 wow, look at Spit when he's all up on all the rappers' moms. Yeah, it's a little creepy. Yeah, you trying to be the step-ops? Oh. <laughs> oh, shout out to Oprah, too, baby. Oh, here we go. Hi, Oprah. That's a whole nother Hi, thing. Oprah. He has a Oprah. But no, what I was saying was, if if he's already in good with the 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 parents or the mothers, actually, like, why let the burden go on and be placed on you as far as you know the injustices of what happened to their sons? Like, as long as you, he, you know, he needs to get somebody like a like VH1 or something interested in doing like um. VH1's on my Viacom. No, it's not. It's yeah, not happening. Yeah, that's not it's happening. Not, it's not happening. Or maybe, well, I mean, like, that just seems, it just seems to me like, um, and, I'm sorry. you know, they need, you know, if anything's going to happen, I mean, I guess they need to get more media attention. Yeah, and they've done, you know, the behind the musics and the DVDs and every, I, I promise you, every DVD that I've seen about the Tupac and Biggie murder, Chuck Phillips was on it. Every, yes. every uh, last one. Chuck Phillips is on every like DVD. Yeah, like a special yeah, There's actually a new movie everything. coming out like, about Shook Knight. Yeah, it's supposed to be making a Tupac movie too. Uh, yeah. Who the dude is supposed to be playing Tupac? I, I can't remember. Oh, I'm I know. the dude to play Tupac. No, Thank God. You know what? Um, well, I don't know if I can say it or not, but um, I think I know who just got cast in that Tupac as Tupac in the I new, the new movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not gonna say it. Oh yeah, definitely. You can tell us off here, though. Yeah, he's a king. He's, a king. he's definitely a king among men. <laughs> I, I, I feel like the Biggie movie could have been better. He could have been. It could better. definitely been better because I auditioned for it and they didn't hire me. I'm still trying to be in that NWA movie though. Hey. Oh yeah, I want that. But um, speaking of like, uh, like bringing hip hop into the 21st century, um, Swiss Beats, who some people know, yeah, who some people know as the music producer from uh, Rough Riders. I mean, it's pretty much how everybody should have known him for for Eve and for a lot of uh, other artists like DMX. Alicia Keys, yeah, he cheated on yeah. Alicia Keys when originally he cheated on he cheated with Alicia China. Keys. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, she should have exactly. saw it coming. Though. Yeah, but I'm surprised. Yeah, I'm mad at Swiss Beats and Alicia Keys. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still paying Eric Bidet, so don't worry about it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, Swiss Beats most recently, uh, he bought a mega right, upload, upload the um, a video and... It's oh, the, the uh, file sharing. Uh, audio, file yeah. Sharing. Yeah, streaming and storage and file sharing on the site. And, like, a week later... We don't about that. We just yeah. know it's file sharing. And mm. a week later... Yeah, yeah, I don't know anything about file yeah. sharing. That's, like, it's, it's going to be... <laughs> yes, oh, you do. You gave me those I'm assuming, I'm assuming that there are people that take music that they purchased and put it online for other people to purchase. I don't know if that's what it is or not. I'm not really sure. I, I pay for everything on iTunes I've ever yes, had. So. Because we're like we're one of the top things that was in the Yeah, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but um, <laughs> but, um <laughs> then all of a sudden, then all of a sudden, IP address changes. Like, exactly. <laughs> but um, Swiss Beats uh, like was in. 
in partnership with Kim.com, which I love his name, by the way. He literally changed his name to Kim.com as the owner, the the founder of Mega Upload, who is like a multi-hundred millionaire. Here's my question. When you change your name, shouldn't your parents be disappointed every single way? When you change your name, you're going to ruin it. And you change your last name to .com. That's just, oh my god, that's horrible. <laughs> Kim.com. I don't know, I think that's kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Kim.com actually just got out of jail because they shut down Mega Upload. And what Swiss Beats is talking about now is he's become, uh, uh, since that happened, he's been an advocate to fight, uh, you know, the stopping of, of online piracy. Um, and it's kind of, it's kind of ironic, uh, uh, because he's on both sides of the fence. He's in the music industry, but he also sees the internet and sharing of music as uh, as a medium to to expand for uh, independent uh, like artists and with, with his view and my view uh, where we cross and I actually think I have the same opinion on this is that he says that technology is the is the uh, is the like the carrying crates and you know it's the new wave for this generation you can't necessarily build a buzz in the music industry if you don't start online or if you don't um, incorporate uh, you know some type of social media uh, you know network into your campaign and what the major thing about it is is that the labels that are getting behind these bills and pushing them into uh, uh to congress and to the and, uh, uh, uh to the senate and trying to have these like CISPA and SOPA bills passed mm -hmm. is because they're trying to stop the independent artists from being independent and they oh, want yeah. them to they're all like, like they're trying to force them to need a major label and major labels don't have room money or time to develop an independent artist so it would make more Damn. sense for them to be able to develop on their own and then come to a, to a major label for a distribution deal and not these 360 deals they're trying to give out because that's literally slavery. It's like, okay, oh, yeah. I'll give you some money and then anything that you do, I need a piece of that. If you record a song on the toilet, I get 50%. From that point mm -hmm. on, uh, you're owned by the label. And that's kind of like, uh, I think that's ridiculous. Well, yeah, exactly. They don't want um, to do any development, but they want to take everything. Exactly. Uh, exactly. You know? But you know what this is called? They call it uh, neo-feudalism. Because, um, you know, you think about it, you know, it's only relatively recently that um, that artists have been able to be, you know, rich and powerful. Yeah. I mean, you know, back in the day, you were and doing it for the queen. You know, yeah. you were you had a patron. You know, you had somebody rich. And basically, that that's the way they want it again. They don't want us to have, you know, artists to have any, any voice or have any power. And um, so they call it neo-feudalism. And I think that really is true. Yeah, they, you take somebody, and this isn't from like an independent standpoint, but if you take somebody like a Justin Bieber, how old is Justin Bieber? Like 12 or something like that? He's like 16. Yeah, 16. Oh, oh, whatever. He's like but, 16. Yeah. Yeah. You should know you guys are vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Bieber vinyl, featuring Aziz on Sorry. Um, uh, Justin Bieber is now a venture capitalist. Right, he exactly. Is, he is however old he is, and he's a musician that came in through Usher. Through YouTube. Yeah, yeah, through, yeah, Usher. yeah, through Usher, who 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 found him on YouTube, mm -hmm. and now he's a venture capitalist, and he's in uh, Silicon Valley and giving these new upstarts money mm -hmm. to create wealth instead of just being rich. 
Exactly. That is what they're trying to stop. Is those sorts of mm-hmm. things. Like they don't want another Jay Z to ever happen again. Nope. They hate. They use Jay Z because he's powerful, but they hate Jay Z to his core because mm-hmm. they don't want anybody to even remotely think that you can come from that type of background and gain the type of power that he has over the industry. He not only conquered the hip hop industry, he conquered the music industry. That you is because of the marriage and hip hop and technology. So pretty much, then that's your A and R. Yeah. You don't need you don't yeah. need an A and R anymore. You can A&R. put up. You can pretty much. <laughs> Twitter is your A and R. Yeah, Soulja look at Soulja Boy. Boy. I thought Soulja Boy was a joke. A and R just do all the work that you don't feel like. Them. You know, to start yourself up. They, yeah, they're the ones who got to carry the, the crates. They're the ones. That's who what you're carry. doing. Yeah, that's what right. you're doing. On on Twitter, just saying, you can do it yourself. Song. Hey, you know, I, you know, I mean, people uh, send me emails to put stuff on Fresh Fridays. Yeah. And like people don't even know. I'm like, how did you get my email? Yeah, exactly. Like, like, okay, all right, whatever. You know, I look out. Yeah. I'm giving back, but uh-huh. like it's, that's a that's an ongoing job just to sit on the net and to see the tide of you know the net, like which way it's going to go. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, let me post something on YouTube. Let me put something on Twitter. Let me put something here on Facebook. Like, I saw somewhere that social media. Media could pretty much make you a millionaire. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. You Kim.com has a jet. <laughs> you can that's, be a millionaire. Well, that's what they call it. Um, instead of self-made millionaire, they're calling it socially made, socially yeah. made millionaire. But yeah, so we're going to go to break now, and we will come back in a few. Hopefully, you'll still be listening if you haven't decided to do something else in the meantime. Independent 
grind deep in it, we fall at the day, at the summit of four, we going hard. And there's no more skies to limit, I'll rip through clouds and finish my destination is small. So Special guests here, you know. Uh, well, I like to ask you guys: How do y'all feel about the the usage of the N word within, you know, the Caucasian community? Because before y'all go on, it was we actually had a guest on here maybe in February, mm-hmm. and she was a, a rapper. I'm not gonna say no names, but it was me and a gentleman. We was arguing about, you know. The N-word. He was arguing how the N-word is part of African-American culture and, you know, we should be able to use it. We should use it with pride. And I was arguing the fact that it's, it's moronic. It's like, it's, it's a word from ignorance. And mm-hmm. it's like, why would you want to, you know, be called that? And right. so, you know, we was going back and forth. And the young, you know, the young white rapper lady, she dropped the N-word. Oh, like, she and the middle was arguing. So yes, at did. first I didn't hear it. So because I was so heated into the argument, uh-huh. and so and like at the end it was like when it was dying down, she dropped it again, and the look on my face was like sheer like disappointment. I, I was tired. I was frustrated. Yeah. I was just like. <gasps> Really? Did she have, She called you that? No, she just was just saying it. Like, yeah, it's, I always, you know, say the N word, you know, when I was oh, you know, no. hanging around, you no. know, because I grew up in the black community, That's, no. blah, blah, blah. Sorry, it was like, I'm just saying it like. in the black mm-hmm. community, we're trying to work on, you know, just getting rid of that N word. Yeah, you know, I of, think that would be good. I th- honestly, I do think that would be good. I don't think that, um, I don't think that white people have 
any business using it. Mm -hmm. Um, Really, in any... I just don't think so, because... Look, I I understand um, that, uh, you know, in groups of friends or whatever, like, you know... I mean that there there may be like the one white guy that has been friends with all these black people for so long that you know they call him that or whatever that it's like I don't think I have a call type of that. Well, I'm talking, uh, you know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I've seen you know I've seen that before. <laughs> and like you know, it's funny like with me. I mean, like I'm. I mean, you know, this things white people always say. Some of my best friends are blacks, but um, but they really are. That's not an excuse for you. No, 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 no. But that's why I'm getting to my point. No, that's definitely that's that's no, it's no excuse. But um, what my point is, like, you know, my friends who who are rappers and stuff, like, they call me that. They'll be like, and then you feel awkward, like. Well, right. I I just li- I think it's honestly I, I find it funny because I know that it's actually like kind of like it's endearing. It's kind of you know like mm-hmm. when, yeah because you know they they don't even notice when they're saying it to me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, but I know that I'm like you know what I know you don't say you won't, don't say it to every white girl you meet. <laughs> um, but um, but no, I don't think it's acceptable. It's not acceptable at, at all to me. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Like, I don't even. Um, I try to even think about when um, when I retweet stuff. If like if it has the N word in it from like a black person, I actually usually don't retweet it right. because I wouldn't say it. Mm-hmm. I'm like if there's um, you know, like there's a couple of songs that I like that have that in the title, mm-hmm. and if I tweet those, um, I just put stars and everything except yeah, yeah, for yeah. the G <laughs> and the Z. Right. You know what I mean? I just put stars, stars. I, I don't know because I don't know how to get around that. Right. Um, I say ninjas. Oh, you know what? That's a good idea. That is a. I don't say that word at all. I saw, I that's ninja. a good idea. That's a, yeah. That's what will always be the funniest to me. That's a good idea. Yeah, I just don't think. Um, you know what? You, first of all, it's a, it's a word exactly like you said that that's been used with ignorance mm-hmm. for so long. So much hatred. There's so much pain. Yes, yes. Um, you can really hurt somebody, and um, and or get yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what I was about to say, or or get killed. Yeah. I mean, really, you know, I don't care if it's okay with, with you and your circle circle of friends. Like you go somewhere where they don't know you, exactly. you start, you know, you could really get killed, and it's really stupid. And you know, like words are powerful, powerful things. Ex Hitler, exactly. Hitler. <laughs> he uses words. Uh, you know, white people should not use that word. Like, for instance, um, I was asked to sing a hook on this song about the Greek picnic, <laughs> and um, and you know, my friends are two black guys. They asked me to to sing on the hook, and it, you know, said um, all, all y'all, you know, n words, peep how we do it. And I said to them, I said to them, I go, guys, well, I don't feel comfortable saying that <laughs> right, word. Why would you pin right. that on me? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. They go, they hadn't, they really like, they really hadn't even thought twice about it because yeah. again, they, you know, they just it's don't. probably how you come off. Like I have, I have my my white girlfriends, and they come off like black, well, blacker than well. That's not hard to be blacker than me, but um, yeah, just <laughs> yeah. the hell on area. You know, I just said to him, I go, well, look, I'm just going to say, um, you know, all y'all brothers peep how we do it. And they're like, oh, okay. They go, oh, because they go, well, why not? I go, I don't feel comfortable saying because I'm a white person. They go, well, nobody's going to know. I go, yeah, but I'm going to know. <laughs> I just don't want to say like, it. Then you sing that hook, like, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, like, I was.
was just, and they were, yeah, they're like, no, that's fine, that's fine, and I, you know, so I was glad that, that I did that, but, um, you know, I even feel like I usually, like, when I'm singing along with a song, like, I just skip that, because yeah. I don't know, I don't feel, you know what, I, my, you, well, you guys met my mom, um, very sweetly. Yeah, she is. She. I remember when I was a little kid, like little, little. See, people think kids don't know what's going on, but people, mm-hmm. kids really do. Because you know, I hadn't heard anything about slavery or any of that kind of stuff. I was like, like younger than five, but I picked up that the white people had done something like bad to black people. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. And where I grew up, there wasn't a lot, a lot of black people. There was a lot, you know, there was a lot of black people. There was not a lot of black people out where I grew up. But so anytime when I was little, when I would see a black person, I would smile real big at them so they would know, like, I wasn't I'm part fine. of it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, like, that is cute. Like, you know I what I mean? that was the coolest thing ever. I should say it. Kids know stuff. When I was younger, I just knew white people did something. Bad to those black people. I did. I knew. So I was, I was like, I smiled so big, like, cause I just wanted them to know I was not in on that stuff. You think about it to my child? I, I told my child, oh, it was joking. I'm like, yeah. Every time you see a white person, you know, think of roots and say, yes, uh, I'm a Zulu warrior. So now she see white people. I'm a Zulu. That's shut cute. Up, shut up. Shut up. That's okay, cute. It, was, it, was, it was a joke. But now. you said her okay. You, but, uh, you know what? But it really is the truth that, um, you know, I guess that kids learn ignorance and, and racism and hatred at home because um, I had never even heard the N word used until I was in third grade and we watched, um, yeah, until I was in third grade because um, my parents don't say that. Yeah. Um, Till we saw um, the sh- the movie The Color Purple, oh. and I asked my mom quite, and it's like, oh, mommy, what's in there? And my mom, Jennifer Lee Park, do not <laughs> let me ever okay. hear you use that word again. Like, I mean, she, I, I've said a lot of bad words, but that is the only one that I was ever forbid to ever say again. Um, and like that really left, you know, my mom. You matter she's so nice and like but she flew off the handle with that so I guess um you know I, I don't know I just really don't think that the white people should use it how about you Kevin no <clears throat> no because I mean like with most white people it depends on how you get introduced to the words mm-hmm. and like you know white people get introduced as it is a negative word especially mm-hmm. like if you go to school you're introduced it through slavery yes and it's very negative and then but see in the black community you might be introduced before school <laughs> and your parents might think it's just okay to call mm-hmm. you that which confuses a shitload of white people because then you have half the white black people are very confused. Okay. White people are confused, and then half the black they people are. saying it's bad. They are, they are and confused. Then you have, like, you know, it's like, all right, yeah, so. the inter- in the center, black people who, who right. were just like, like you know, it doesn't matter. You say. say it, say right. it, and then you have yeah. the other black friend like, Don Glover. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, we have to decide. I think we should just make the N word just like any other N word. Like make it like any other word. So when you go to IKEA, you see some white girls telling us this throw world would look really n-word in our place. <laughs> like, you just make it into a good thing. We can all say it then. Well, black, women, black women have already made uh, being a bitch or something positive, so yeah. I'm a bad bitch. I'm a bad bitch. It's like, <laughs> no, you sound bad, and clearly you are a bitch. Like, like, I don't understand do it. I don't understand it. I, 
call one of the bitches or hoes. Like, hey, how? But I think I think that's I, like I, a I North Philly, like, like, like inner city type thing. Like, I'm be honest so with you. Weird. If you come where I live, you won't even hear the N word. <laughs> you won't hear the mm-hmm. B word. You hear good day, madam. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I always go to Yama's market and they always have food there. I'm like, wait, do you like befriend your like animals and you murder them? That just seems wrong. <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't kill anything, and then you're like, I'm like, like you, you give me a cow. I'm like, oh, I'm so I like the cow. What, what right. people are I'm really confused though? That's true. <laughs> um, you know, like I think, I think that you really have a point. Is that white people really they are confused about like what are they, you know? But I even had, you know, I was saying something on Twitter about it, like a couple months ago about, or you know, maybe or so about how I feel about that word that I really don't mm-hmm. think that um. That white people should uh, ever use it. I don't think anyone should. And um, yeah, no, I know, but I'm saying I can't. I can't really. I, I think it would be good if everybody stopped using it. I, oh, I do. I think that would be great. I honestly, I think it would be great. I if, do not need that word in my vocabulary. Yeah, I learned a man that substitutes uh, words with cuss words or profanity right. is a man that that doesn't have a good vocabulary. Exactly. So, I exactly. Mean, once I heard that, I'm like, man. Sure. That's why. That's, that's, that's fine. Other yeah. words to use. That's why I give my mom all the credit because and and hey, no, I, I feel I feel very bad because hey, no. every relationship I've gotten in, I'm a spitfire. I'm a spitfire. But you don't get the curse words out of me that hurt the most. You get all the things that play in the back of your head after the argument is over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the stuff that really hurts. Yes, you got to be articulate. Not even just with arguing in relationships. I'm just saying overall. Like when you're upset or you're trying to get a point across, you don't need to curse per se. Mm-hmm. You don't need to you know use obscene words or whatever. You can just say it in such an articulate manner that you know you leave the person with a lasting impression first off, and number two, your point got across. And mm-hmm. after you get done, they're still thinking about it. like you can. She argued with me yeah. once. She said, "You know what, Eric." Okay, you like the streets. I'm like, what? I don't... Oh my gosh, she just called me black. Oh. <laughs> I was confused. I was like... I went home. I was asking people like... And then I was like, Kevin, you're, you're like the clouds. I thought that was racist. I know. I know. We, we were hurt. <laughs> we were really hurt. Bring sadness. Thanks. Thanks. She's mean. Clouds are really nice. Oh, they bring the ring. But, uh, oh, by the way, that was all a lie. I never said anything about the streets or the. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually getting getting to this whole lion thing. Oh no, they're teaching her how to lie. Yeah, yeah she's, she's like she's like a grandmom. She's so innocent. She's like, what? Well, don't don't defile her that way. You know what though? You know what though? Speaking of being in the bed in the N word, you know, like. You know, some guys, like, they want you to, like, you say that kind of stuff. Like, I was having relations with this gentleman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, uh, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, he's like, say you're with a real, and, and I was like, I was not expecting, I was like, no. Yeah. Like, it was like, you know, we're having That's sex. And he's like, he's like, he's like, say it. I'm like, no. Like, I said, I said no like 10 times. Like, so now, now his ego is in the mix. It's not even about you saying it anymore. It's like, no. why doesn't she think I'm the best? Well, she doesn't, he doesn't, like, I just didn't want to say that word. So I said, I'm with, I said, well, I'm like, I said everything else except for that. But, um, then he like, the, 
but he was like, well, just say it. And I was like, after, like I said, he's like, he's like, I need to say it. I need you to, I need you to say that for me to like be happy or whatever. Well, if, that's, if that's what your happiness depends on. Right. You're like, no, well, he didn't say it like yeah, that. I know, I know. But, uh, you know what I mean? That's just like, that's a weird trigger word. <laughs> yeah. I thought it was like, I was like, whoa. But, um, but you know, I'll keep it real with you though. I said it because you know, I'm a Libra. I want to please my partner. And you know what I mean? Oh, we're the best. October nineteenth. But like, um, but you know what? I gotta tell you, I wish, I wish that, I wish that he hadn't put me in that position, in that position. And um, and you know what? I felt really bad about saying it. Like, I felt bad like about it for like weeks afterwards. Like, like I really did. Like, I felt like. You know, even that would, that would just be weird because like after like after you said like near the pit, I'm like, all right, this uh, this is getting a little weird in the sexual department. Yeah, it yeah, was sorry. weird. It was <laughs> it was weird. It was weird for me too. It was really weird for me. You know, but you know, another thing that gets on my nerves too is people that wanna um date like, you know, that wanna um like date you based on the color of your skin mm-hmm. like I think like wanting to be to date somebody because of their skin color is as whack as not dating somebody because of their skin color yeah, I agree with you um you know like you know people are like oh, you know I always say I got an equal opportunity lover as long as you're fine you can be mine <laughs> you know what I mean I am an equal opportunity <laughs> exactly um you know, like you want to be with somebody because of the person they are, not because of you know. collection, or yeah, exactly. Like cover. you know, that's like that's corny to me. I don't want somebody being with me because of like just because of what they you know. I want to be like your like little white trophy or like whatever, <laughs> right. whatever it is. I'm a person. Um, but yeah, a good FML. Yeah, that was a good. Yeah, that, that was, was a good. That one. was a good. <laughs> Well, yeah, around that time where I was always grounded when I was, like, 13, um, you know, I my parents caught me sneaking out or whatever, and, um, you know, I was off having relations, <laughs> and uh, when my, they, but they had found that we had snuck out or whatever. When I came back home, like, my dad opens up the door, where were you? I start crying, oh, daddy, he's so a strange man trying to get me to go into his car. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just tell him the truth. You just go to instant lie. Talk about all right, all right. What, what, oh what no, what yeah, saying? exactly. Well, you it's know, like, yeah, I was out smoking, drinking, having sex. Caught. I would say, Dad, I was over so and so's house, and we went here, and, but they would let me keep on going with my story. We just got off the phone with so and so's mom. You were not over there, but yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know. yeah that's what you're saying. Just keep on. But you know, I, 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 I admire though your commitment to your story because <laughs> because you know I did the same thing that my parents called my bluff they were like okay well you're gonna go to the police station now so I went to the police station and I, no I mean I, you know what I, I'm like I'm a little badass like you know what I mean like I was sitting there the, telling the cop my lies and I'm like and I'm like oh I'm like I like your uh, handcuffs officer I'm like like try to like be like all like Where like sexy talking? with him I'm like I'm 13 like weird if he's like, oh, really? Oh, really? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, right. you use them? I know, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, wait. 
Should you be in jail right now? <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. That was weird. <laughs> yeah, you know, so at least, you know, once you have a story, you got to stick to it. So at least you stuck to your story. That's gangsta. That's gangsta. Help. Thanks, Dad. You're about to send this kid to juvenile. Thank <laughs> your you, Your dad's father. even worse. He went along with it. He's like, that's Thank not you, my man. kid. I don't really care. Like, and I love the part where he found out both me and my dad was like... <laughs> Oh shoot! So you want to get something to eat, Dad? Yeah, let's do it. Let's scatter. <laughs> well, I just hope that he used condoms. You know, because oh, yes, kids, yes, if you're having sex, yes, you gotta yes, use condoms. Um, people always are like, but I don't want to look stupid buying condoms. You'll look a lot more stupid with um nasty disease that you can't or get rid of. Or baby. You know, I'm not going to lie to you, kids. It's weird buying condoms, because for me, you know, when I used to buy condoms, because now I have like a... Yeah, that's what we're going to do. Yeah, that's yeah. So, anyway, buying condoms, <laughs> I'm always stuck behind, or like a, a mother and a child come up behind me, and that's like the awkward part. And like, then, like, the register, she looks at the condoms, look at me, look at the condoms, and the mom look at them, the kid giggling. I'm oh, like, we know oh, what he does. On, just, just go, come on, come on, just, just ring them up. Come on, come on, come on. I, this is too weird. You know, I don't, I don't like this transaction. They didn't have them in the nurse's office at high school, in high school for you? I mean, once I'll talk about that off air, okay? okay but those were not good. <laughs> they weren't good condoms? They weren't good condoms. Don't oh, have, oh, I know. You don't get the Oh, nice. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, right? They tell you to pray. Going to hell. What? <laughs> but uh, no, seriously, though, you know, the, the numbers don't lie. And um, the highest numbers of new HIV cases um, are all inner city, like urban black males, young mm-hmm. black males. I believe it. And it's really, really sad. <laughs> no, it's not It's not a joke, kids. I mean, you, you got to use condoms. Yes, please, please. Like, we, we're really trying, you know, to keep our youth alive, and we can't keep our youth alive with diseases and kids having kids. It's weird where, you know, you see a mom, you see a, a great-grandmom at the age of 50. Actually, yeah. I'm working for a woman. She, she already had, like, two great-grandkids. It is creepy. It's very, I'm like, man, you're hot. What? You're a great-grandmom. Whoa, you yeah. said, man, you're hot. <laughs> you say, yo, the condoms at school were too small. My great-grandmom's still alive. Well, my grandmom is the same age as my my um, my adoptive mother, so she's like like fifty eight. So I mean, it's younger and younger, basically. Mm-hmm. How they're having them. Well, shout out to all the beautiful adopted kids out there. Hey. Yeah, what a like what a yes. what a blessing. Kevin, all the beautiful, you know, beautiful adopted. You're adopted by my mom. Yes. Oh yeah, I forgot. Oh really? No. <laughs> <laughs> See, cause they got you. They all lie, and then they'll get you all, they all into their story. Oh, yeah, because we're, uh, Libras are brutally honest, honest. We are honest. honest people, and I was exactly. all honesty. I, I can't even lie if I wanted to. So, you know what's funny? Is I'm, I'm not a good liar either. You can ask my mom. Like, I, it, People are always like, oh, actors are liars. It's like, no, actually, good acting is telling the truth under imaginary circumstances. It's not lying. Oh, wait, maybe I should practice. <laughs> so, where were you last night? Well, in my mind. <laughs> don't, don't say, well, in my yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not in court. Well, in my mind, Visavi. Visavi. Simple. Jennifer Lane Parker. I will, yes. I will no, Park. It's just Park, not Parker. Park? Mm-hmm. I was saying Peter Parker. <laughs> mm, okay. But uh, Jennifer Lane Park, uh, thank you for uh, coming out today thank you. with us. And we have a great, great 
great time. This is probably one of my favorite podcasts. This is, yeah, this was this was a very excellent podcast. Yeah. With you. Thank you, were, you. I had a great time. With Thank you. Listen. And I have a great time with you too, adopted brother. Kevin. Thank God, brother. Hey, the stage is yours. Okay, you know, cool. Twitter, share whatever. So I am really share. excited about this, and if you're um, a filmmaker or um, an artist who with a music video, um, any genre of music, um, want to invite you to submit to it's a film festival. Um, it's a film festival on Twitter. It's at uh, I T S A F F, like it's a F F. It's a film festival. It's a F F at it's a F F. It's a film festival.com. It's a film festival November 2nd through the 4th in California. Um, and I'm one of the judges for it. Really excited about this, guys. Um, you have until August 15th to submit film or music video. And I'm so excited because one of my goals, something that I've wanted to do, is, um, take hip hop out of its usual context uh, like of you know the hip hop world or the club or whatever and mm-hmm. put it up on the silver screen to be seen by um film people and and, and professionals and also fans um so I'm really really excited about this opportunity and we have some real heavy hitters involved I know community is a is a show that um oh, I love that yeah, yeah. I know you guys love community. Well, guess what? My um one of my co judges is uh, or one of my fellow judges I should say is um a director of that show. Oh, cool. He's one of the directors of the Tell show. I'm gonna bring the guy back. Well, I, you know, I, okay. Or but um, but I'm just saying, like you know, we got some real heavy hitters involved. Um, so it's, it's exciting, and you know, even if you can't go to the festival, your work can still be seen. Because a lot of people think, oh, I can't go. So right. no, your work can still be seen, and um, really, you know, that's that's what it's all about. Because if you want to make money in this business, um, there's no more, not a lot, a lot of money left in the music business, mm-hmm. but there is still money left in music licensing. But how are you going to get your music, um, you know, how are you going to get the attention of the people that could either put you in a movie or license your music? Do you have a place where they can submit their work at? Oh, yeah. it's You submit online at itsafilmfestival.com. Okay, cool. And um, it's the first, you have, it's, you know, um, to so enter your work, you can enter as much as you want to, you know, enter, like if you have more than one video. But um, it's $25 by July 1st. It's 35 by August 15th and um, you know obviously I don't see any of that money but I'm just saying it and um, it's also you know that is very normal um, all film festivals have an entry fee and actually 25 and 35 is nothing so I just, but I just wanted to say that in case you know you're new to the new to this you know and it's also tax deductible so you know you know so just, I'm just saying I'm really excited about that and also follow my partner. Um, he's at East Coast underscore CEO. Um, we're producing the movie that I told you about, the Philadelphia Gangster movie. And of course, follow me at JLP is JLP is JLP. Click on my IMDb, write a nice comment in my message board. Thank you so much. And thanks for um, spitting everybody. Guys, it's fun. Yeah. He's somewhere, you know. He needs to give me my iPhone. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk that about that off air. Right. But uh, other than that, we're wrapping up. We, I guess we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. All right. Peace. Thank you. Yeah. I say, bitch bad, woman good, lady better. Hey. 
that's a shorty, maybe five, maybe four Riding round with his mama, listening to the radio And a song comes on, and I'm not far from being born Doesn't know the difference between right and wrong Now, I ain't trying to make it too complex But let's just say shorty has an undeveloped context About the perception of women these days His mama sings along, and this what she says Because I'm a bad bitch, and I'm bad bitch Far above average And maybe other rhyming words like cabbage and savage And baby carriage and other things that match it Couple of things are happening here First he's relating the word bitch with his mama Comma And because she's relating to herself His most important source of help and mental health He may skew respect for designer Bitch bad Woman good Lady better Hey misunderstood Two girls, nine through twelve On the internet watching videos Listening to songs by themselves Doesn't really matter if they have parental clearance They understand the internet better than their parents Now being the internet, the content's probably uncensored They're young, so they're malleable And probably unmentored A complicated combination Maybe with no relevance into their intelligence Meets their favorite singer's preference Bad bitches, bad bitches, bad bitches That's all I want and all I like in life is bad bitches, bad bitches Now let's say that they less concerned with him And more with the video girl acquiescing to his whims Ah, the plot thickens High heels, long hair, fat booty slim Reality check, I'm not tripping They don't see a paid actress, just what makes a bad bitch Bitch bad, woman good, lady better Hey, misunderstood This Raymer, Lupe's, not using bitch as a lesson, but as a psychological weapon to set in your mind and really mess with your conceptions, discretions, reflections. It's clever misdirection, cuz. While I was rapping, they was growing up fast. Nobody stepped in to ever slow them up. Gasp, showing up in this little world. The little boy meets one of those little girls And he thinks she a bad bitch And she thinks she a bad bitch He thinks disrespectfully She thinks of that sexually She got the wrong idea He don't wanna fuck her He thinks she bad at being a bitch Like his mother Mama never dressed like that Come out the house hot mess like that Ass, titties, breasts like that All out to impress like that Just like that You see the fruit of the confusion He caught in a reality She caught in an illusion Bad mean good to her She really nice and smart But bad mean bad to him Bitch don't play a part But bitch still bad to her If he say it the wrong way But she thinks she a bitch What a double entendre Tell him Bitch bad Woman good Lady better Hey misunderstood
ain't it better? Greatest motherhood. Yeah. I'm killing these bitches. Nightmares, man.